Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not not spoiler spoiler free. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Remember Harry Potter. Yeah, special Q&A etc episode (laughs) my name is Marin and I am Emily we are here for you we are so since we've got a couple chapters in now we wanted to see if you guys had any questions for us in general or about the podcast specifically and we thought we could kind of touch back on kind of how the podcast works a little bit more in case you didn't listen to the trailer episode and all the fun things like that. Right. So if you're like, why the crap aren't these guys doing like a chapter a week? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll tell you. Surprise. <laughs> uh, the first question that we got that I want to answer is from Heidi on Instagram. And Heidi asked us, um, I haven't read the books. Will I be totally lost? I've watched the movies. Good question. Mm-hmm. I would say summarily the answer is no, you will not be lost. No. Uh, just like we do with Twilight, we're going to walk through every single chapter. In fact, it's going to be more... In depth? Yeah, than the books, I feel like, because we're going to pull information from other sources aside from the chapter specifically. But I think we cover the actual events of the chapters well enough that you should know exactly what's happening. Yeah, there's definitely a recap. This isn't just like a talk about how we feel about it. No, mm-hmm. there's like there's for sure recap of events. Yeah. And we're not only talking about specific aspects of the chapters either. We're talking about them as a whole. And then in the in-between episodes, we're doing a deeper dive into different parts of them. So... Love it. Definitely stay around if you haven't read the books yet. Yeah. Also, pick up the books and read along with us. Yeah. Because if it's a bite size, like only maybe two chapters a month, mm-hmm. super doable. Yeah. If you get behind, guess what? doesn't matter because you're probably not behind, actually. <laughs> good point. <laughs> you don't have to read every single week. Mm-hmm. These are such good questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this question is from Pudge and Squishy. Hi. Hi. Um, she asks, what is your favorite magical creature and why? Mm-hmm. Cool question. Super cool question. For me, I really, really love the phoenix. The phoenix is so cool. And it's not a like Harry Potter specific creature if it's Harry Potter specific. I mean, the Nifflers are incredibly exciting and hilarious to watch. Um, but the phoenix... I just love the idea of like constant rebirth and changing and helping and they're so nice and they sing songs when they're sad. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) I think that um, as far as just general magical creatures and this will has always been and will always be my answer is a unicorn. Oh, nice. 100%. I think it just goes back to the last unicorn when I was a little kid, which was my favorite movie and I still haven't gotten over it. It just, I love unicorns. I love their magic. I love their honesty and their sincerity and their 
sweetness and mm-hmm. they're also scary which mm-hmm. i just think unicorns are the best they are I cool uh uh-huh. there's so many good ones though like i'm thinking about thestrals mm. which are so cool and i love a hippogriff buckbeak man. they're so strong He's so and they're loyal. not gonna they don't take any shit no way like a hippogriff is like mm-mm. i i live life on my terms and mm-hmm. i'm like me too <laughs> yes i get yes. that yeah Plus all the centaurs who are just like watching the moon and stuff. Those guys are really (laughs) awesome too. Yep. Let's see. This question is from Ross on Instagram again. Which character do you look to the most for inspiration about how to live life? I love that question. Mm -hmm. About how to live life. Um, So I haven't, I haven't, this is the first time I've read this question. So I didn't really get to think about this a lot. And I'm sure... I'll think about it a lot more over the years, but mm-hmm. um, just like from from this moment, my first gut reaction is Minerva McGonagall. Mm. She, uh, like I said about the hippogriff, Minerva McGonagall does not take anything laying down. She lives life on her terms. She um, she does what she is gonna do uh, for morally sound reasons she looks at an entire thing that's happening and makes a decision based on that not based on a black and white set of rules and I love that I love a person who is open-minded who is willing to look at every single thing that happened instead of just what they have been taught is right or wrong Mm -hmm. and and instead of just like making a decision and making a punishment or making a a judgment call based on what is happening in the second she looks at the entire person the entire situation and makes a judgment call based on that Mm -hmm. and we could all learn a lesson from that yeah I think I would choose Sirius for a lot of the same reasons Mm -hmm. Sirius was born in one of the worst families to be born into (laughs) and from the time he was a little little boy he was like I don't want to be anything like that I know this is wrong I'm gonna do what I feel is right he goes and makes friends with the popular kid the nerdy kid and the kid who nobody likes he's like I don't care where these people come from or how anyone else feels about them these are my friends I'm gonna stick with them Right. And like he could have had so much power and influence. And he was like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I just want to be happy. I just want to be a good person. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And then like just to keep going, the second that he finds out that one of his friends betrayed the other one, he immediately is like, nope, not going to stand for that. I'm going to go confront them. He doesn't actually kill them, but people think that he does. Yeah. And he goes to prison for 13 years. But the whole time he's like, I know I'm innocent. And I'm not going to let this get to me. I'm going to hang out as a dog and I'm going to just accept where I'm at, but not let it get to me. And then he escapes and he finds Harry and, you know, he wants to take care of him. And up until, well, I don't want to talk about it, but Sirius is one of my favorites. And, And like to just put a little button on the dog thing is like, that was such a smart move for him. And it makes sense. You know, dogs are loyal. Dogs are sweet. Dogs love everybody who mm-hmm. is a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so serious. And then the heat that he uses that like extra 
puppy power to help himself get through the hardest time in his mm-hmm. life where he could have been completely destroyed. Yeah. And instead, it it doesn't destroy him. It makes him kind of more loving yeah. and kind. And mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. good. So I guess, yeah, stick by your friends and do what you know is right. Really good. Now, Ross asked one other question I think is really important. Mm-hmm. He goes, is Harry Potter a jock? <laughs> uh i would say harry potter is a sporty kid he's a sporty kid he's a popular kid at hogwarts what does what 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 qualifies a jock though i don't really know i feel like arrogance has to play a big part in it personally and so while he yes is the star of the quidditch team and yes he marries his high school sweetheart he doesn't really have like the deep down essence of jockness to me <laughs> he rises above <laughs> yeah i mean he's a wizard and he's mm-hmm. uh he also i think an another layer of jock is like incredible privilege mm-hmm. and he he doesn't live in that space because mm-hmm. he was so abused and neglected as a child yeah so i don't know another question we have here is how do you feel about snape and that is from N underscore new MS123. And we also got another question that is similar from Vanessa. And she says, do you remember your feelings on Snape when you first read the series before Deathly Hallows? Okay, so I'll answer Vanessa's question first. Mm-hmm. I never liked Snape. Ever. Mm-hmm. Be- and, and she specifically says before Deathly Hallows because of what happens in Deathly Hallows when you realize that everything he did was for Lily and for the love that he had and blah, 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 blah. Um, I still stand by my initial feelings and reaction that Snape is a big dumb jerk. Mm-hmm, me too. He's so not nice. He's mean. He's abusive. He, I mean... Everybody wants to talk about how he did all of that to help Harry grow and to give him grit or whatever. I, to me, completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. We do not need, like, okay, there's this author that I absolutely adore and love, and everybody should look her up. Her name is L.R. Nost, with a K, K K-N-O-S-T, L.R. Nost. She um, has this really great quote that says, we do not need to toughen up our children for this world. We need to teach it something along the lines of we need to teach them how to be more gentle in this already tough world. Mm -hmm. Like we do not we need to be a safe place for our children. We don't need to toughen them up that the world will do that anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think that like that argument to me doesn't hold any water it doesn't make anything it doesn't mean anything to me we don't need to make our children tough so that they can survive in this world we need to make the world a safer place for our children to be and he Mm -hmm. doesn't do that he's mean and he's abusive and he's scary and he's a bully Mm -hmm. the whole entire time yeah and to do all of those things and then come and say it was well it was in the name of love that's gaslighting is yeah exactly like no (laughs) First of all. And second of all, no. It's gaslighting. Mm-hmm. It's mean. Mm-hmm. You don't. That's abuse. That's just textbook abuse to be like, I'm sorry I hurt you. I did it because I love you. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Bye. Mm-mm. Nope. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first like several, several, several times I read these books, I was either a child or a teenager. And of course, these books are from the viewpoint of Harry, who was also a child and a teenager. So a lot of my 
opinions. I didn't read it very critically is what I'm trying to say. So pretty much however Harry felt about someone is how I feel about them. Mm. And so, nope, Snape, always a bad guy. Yeah. Opinion yeah. didn't change. <laughs> yeah. I even feel like after I read Deathly Hallows and I um, learned his motive or his motivation behind all of everything he was doing and why he stayed at Hogwarts and was so loyal to Dumbledore and whatever, whatever, whatever. I still was just like, I can't reconcile these these two different things I'm hearing from him because all I ever heard from him and all I ever got from him was meanness Mm -hmm. and cruelty and abuse and hurt. And I can't just all of a sudden at death's door be like, oh, okay, well, I forgive you because you were in love with my mom. No, I just can't. It hurts too much and I'm too... I have to take care of myself Mm -hmm. too much to let that win. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't be like, Severus... Albus Snape. I just can't. Like, it's infuriating. Yeah. So there you go. Those are my feelings. Disagree if you want. I don't care. Yeah. I remember (laughs) after the last movie came out, the whole, like, always became, like, the Harry Potter tagline. And people, for some reason, associate it with, like, the love throughout the series. And just, like, Harry Potter as a whole always means, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. That you're always going to love something. And I just remember being so grossed out by it. Like, there's so many more meaningful things in the series that you can use as, like, the poster of what Harry Potter means. And always is not one of them. Cool. Strong. Uh, So that's all the questions we got. We're going to go into a little owl post section because we got our first email from a a listener. And this is from Katie. And Katie uh, allowed me the permission to share this with you guys. And so she says, hi, Emily and Marin. I finally caught up on Remember Twilight and was so excited to hear about your new podcast. Harry Potter has always been a big part of my life, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the series. I think how you will be releasing the episodes is such an interesting idea. Thank you. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, big reason why I'm writing today is because it's my 23rd birthday, so happy, happy birthday. birthday! And it made me want to reach out and share how I celebrated my 21st birthday. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> my sister wrote up and organized a completely original Harry Potter-themed murder mystery what? party for me. <laughs> So cool. We drank butterbeer and played Quidditch Pong. Each of us were assigned a unique character and a secret backstory. Characters were able to discover the Deathly Hallows to become more powerful, attack one another with wands, and even use muggle warfare like prop guns. In the end, the killer was being possessed by a horcrux and going on a rampage. (laughs) Thank you for all the hard work you put into Remember Twilight. Much love, Katie. And she sent us the downloads for this murder mystery party game. And I cannot wait (laughs) until quarantine is over and we get to play this out because this is the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, Katie, thank you so much. (laughs) I am so excited, too. Mm -hmm. Where is Katie from? Katie, if you're from Utah, come to our party. Yes, please. (laughs) And invite your sister. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good, good. Yeah. Good cues. Thanks for the cues. Hopefully those are good A's. And send us more cues. And we'll do more of these. Yeah. I love Q&As. I love Q&A episodes of podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I would love to do um, more. Yeah, definitely. Every time we have a break in between chapters, we'll try to sneak in a Q&A episode for you guys. Yeah. Uh, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram. That's 
the primary source of where we're going to be asking for questions. That's the easiest place for me to be at this moment in time. Mm-hmm, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So uh, so thank you guys for hanging out with us on this Q&A episode. Next week, we're going to be talking specifically about Vernon and Petunia. And then the week after that, we're going to be talking about Harry and Dudley. So right. stay tuned. Get ready for those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We uh, love you guys. And yeah. thanks for remembering Harry Potter with us. And let's create something magical together. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus video, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberHarryPotterPodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. 